All right, all right. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon. I don't know what part of the world that you're in right now, but guys, I'm super excited. So no matter where you are right now, guys, I want you to go ahead and buckle yourself in because uh, it's, you're in for a treat uh, this morning, this afternoon, or this evening, depending on where you are. Uh, this young man that I brought on, uh, you know, John Malott, and of course, we'll give him his introduction here in a minute. But let me go ahead and tell you guys real quick. I help struggling entrepreneurs and individuals by creating tools and a custom roadmap to gain more clarity and achieve real-time success. And so, again, that's what we do. But now, more importantly, we want to go ahead and get uh, into our guest and featured speaker. This young man I have known uh, for over 17 years. And in those 17 years, I've seen him have nothing but success. And, and of course, you know, I, I was privy to meet him while he was already successful. But, of course, I know there was times before that before it led to to where I saw him, where his journey led us to meet. And, and so we're going to talk about it a little, in a little bit. But again, he's went on to make millions and millions of dollars. But here's the more, more most important part. Not only has he made millions of dollars in the industry of home-based business, but also traditional business, but he's also mentored others to have success too as well. And I think that's way more important than what he's done himself is that he's taught other people how to do the same thing. So without further ado, John Malat, how are you, sir? Yo, Tegoyo, I'm doing great, man. It's it's good to be on here with you, brother. It, it's, uh, man, we got history. I didn't realize 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting old, bro, we're getting old. <laughs> hey, 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 man. You know, I this when we first met, right? Me neither, man. Me neither. Look at this. I'm getting whiter and whiter by the minute, but uh, <laughs> hey, you look man, good, man. You look good. I appreciate that, and so do you, man. So real quick, Mr. Malak, you know, like I said, we've always had fun, and that's one of the things I really always enjoyed about speaking with you and doing business with you or even just listening to you. You always have fun, you know, and, uh, and of course, you've always been that, that person who, no matter how much money or how much success you've had, you've always been able to come out and relate to anybody and, and be open to helping everybody. So and I know it wasn't always that way. So if you could just kind of go back for it a little bit, if you could go down memory lane oh. just a little bit and kind of tell us where you came from, your background and, and uh, what led you to the entrepreneurial background that you have now. Oh, you, you see this tear welling up in my eye right now. You, you're taking me back. <laughs> you know, look, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I'm kind of your I guess I'm your unlikely, you know, entrepreneur CEO. You know, because I, I don't have all the things that society says you're supposed to have to be successful. I don't have that college degree. I don't have a high school diploma. Matter of fact, I had my first felony arrest when I was 15 years old. My wow. uh, my final felony arrest was when I was 24 years old. So, I, I you know, I, I dealt with a lot of challenges, you know, coming up as a young person. Most of it was self-sabotage. Most of it was me not taking responsibility. I was constantly in conflict. So it's funny that you say, you know, uh, you know, keeping things fun right now. Cause now if it ain't fun, it ain't me. I, I don't want, I, right. I'm, I did all the drama. I did all the conflict and I made a decision quite a while back that look, that that's not me anymore, man. I, I have this thing like where it's either 100% conflict or 100% not, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't like the in-between. So either we're throwing down or I might run, you know, I'll run to fight or flight is built into me. But yeah. <laughs> not, the, the in-between stuff, I don't do well. So I'm like, let's party. Let's have a good time. Let's lift people up. Let's love, build, whatever. Or let's just fight, man. Let's just, you know, go at it and see let's what happens. Get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't do the fighting stuff, you know, much anymore. Every now and then, but but very rarely. You know, so so for me, 
it's just been because of, you know, my past, you know, because of, you know, lack of education, criminal record, all those different things. A lot of doors were being shut, you know, slammed in my face. You know, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. We live in a society today where you can, you know, get in trouble. Something happened. You can go pay your price, you know, whether it's incarceration or whatever that might be. And the door still won't open for you. Matter of fact, it's even more difficult. So we wonder why we've got, you know, people that did their time end up back in prison. Well, because we created a society that blocks them from voting, blocks them from getting jobs. I mean, all the things that are necessary for you to thrive in a in a civilized community get blocked and shut down. So for me, fortunately, when I was in that drug rehabilitation facility, uh, a guy by the name of Dave, former outlaw motorcycle gang member, he, he, he really planted the seed that for me, business was my way out. And I, you know, at first I didn't buy it, but I started to catch on. Okay, this must be it. So it was funny. I, you know, I had one foot in the hood and I had one foot in a personal development book because he was the first guy that gave me a book that planted the seed. You know, it took years for that seed to, to, to grow, but that seed was personal development. He gave me the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. But by the way, Takoya, if somebody gives you the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, they're trying to tell you something. You know, <laughs> I was a jerk and I was, you know, I was, I was bad. And, and he basically gave me this book and said, look, th these are the foundational principles if you want to start changing your life. And that book set things in motion because that book then led to other books that led to other books. And it's funny, uh, Les Brown, who became my friend, and we wrote a book together later on. But Les Brown said, you know, once once your mind expands, it can never go back to its original dimensions. And that's, that's right. kind of what happened, man. Even though, like, even I, I would go back to my old ways, it was different because I knew now. You know, it's one thing if you're acting up and you're messing up and you don't know. You know, you're oblivious to it. But it's a whole other thing when you act up and you know you're acting up. Now it starts to weigh on your psyche. I think that's where depression, I think that's where anger and all these, these things that we're seeing, you know, almost ap epidemic levels are happening with people because they're not living to their potential and they know they're not living to their potential. And that starts to weigh on the psyche. And either, what are right. you gonna do? You're, you're gonna continue acting up, which leads to this, this cycle of, you know, more depression, more anger, whatever it is. Uh, you know, it was funny because I was just not in, in Clubhouse and I was in one of these big rooms and I talked about entrepreneurship being the way out for so many people. And I think it's the way out for, for people that have been downtrodden, beat up, you know, criminalized, whatever it is. And, and we don't teach that enough. We certainly don't, don't teach it in school. There, you know, there was a, a riot in Portland on New Year's Eve. And, and the premise of the riot was not because, you know, someone was injured or killed or, or the police did something wrong. The premise of the riot was basically rich people. It was eat the rich. They, were, they had signs, eat the rich. They're starting businesses on fire. And, and I'm like, man, where, where did we get the perception that all now all rich people are bad? I, I was on a call the other night. And we gave away seven thousand dollars. You know, these were people that were dying to give up money, to give money out, to help entrepreneurs, help help uh, people that were not doing so well or couldn't quite figure it out. We were funding their way, and we were giving them mentoring programs and, and got free. I was on another one recently, right uh, Christmas Eve, where we did kind of a Shark Tank deal. We gave away thirty five hundred dollars. Like, you know, the, my experience with people that have money. Like one of our mentors, I know you remember Paul J. Meyer. Absolutely. Paul J. Meyer was a billionaire and his whole mission in life was to give away his money. He said, you know, he was 80 years old, climbing mountains, scuba diving. And this yeah. dude, he was giving away 100% of his money. And he said he was working harder than ever because 
he got such a self-satisfaction from giving all his money away. These mm -hmm. are the these are the experiences I've had. So of course I think you know there's there's a misconception of the rich because you know we politicize the rich, we blame the rich for society problems. But a lot of times what I figured out is that the people that solve society's you know problems that they if they create the solution, you're gonna get paid. Like if you find a problem in the marketplace mm -hmm. and you do something to fix that problem for people, there's a really good chance you're gonna get paid. You might end up rich. And now today, if you end up rich, you're getting beat up by society, which is a weird thing to me because we all have that ability to kind of think and, and look around and say, okay, where is there a challenge? And if I can solve that, you know, something big could happen for me. So it, it's interesting, man, because I'm seeing this shift and I'm seeing it with young people more and more. And it, and it, and it makes me a little concerned, you know, because where do we go? If, if we if we stop the creative process, if we stop the profit motive, because a lot of times that's what it is. Look, if, if I got to pay some bills, well, let me think of a way. And if I'm not talking about scamming people. There's people that get rich for doing things wrong. But that's that right. actually is not, that's not the rule. That's kind of the, uh, the exception to the rule that happens, but they get exposed. You know this, bro. How many times have we seen people do some shit wrong and they yeah. end up in prison? Sooner or later, time exposes them. Catches them, right? But people that do the right thing, you know, you, you don't live to be eighty years old and have such a great reputation if you're taking advantage of people. You know what I'm saying? And now That's social it. media exposes people really fast. So we, you know, there's all these different angles on this stuff, but it's just something you, you kind of triggered that. After, you know, I, I heard about what was some of these riots that are happening, you know, which I'm all for protesting and going and letting people know what's up. I'm just not for it if it doesn't make any sense, if there's no real logic behind it. Right. So it's like, let's burn down some businesses, some people that, that put their whole life savings into doing something to get themselves out of a job, you know, or, or you know, a rat race and maybe see their kids more and more. Let's go destroy their stuff. And they had nothing to do with any of this stuff. It's just it's just a weird deal for me. Yeah, it is. It is. Um yeah, so I know that hit a spot because uh, you went on with it. So uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll tell you, brother. Wasu, I mean, you know, you know, so so real quick, <laughs> so real quick, if you can, if you don't mind, I'm again, we're taking you back a little bit. Yeah. So and just kind of get back on track with what you were talking about. Yeah, you got the books right. You started doing the personal development. What was the first business that you uh, joined after that? Starting to get the knowledge. It was uh, it was a company called TPN, the People's Network. Yeah. Um, it was a network marketing company because number one, I didn't have resources. You know, I, I wasn't gonna you know go start a business because I didn't have any money. I didn't even know how how you would what would that be what process that would be. But TPN it was funny because they had a six hundred dollar entry fee to get into the TPN at that time. Yeah. Back then, that was, that was everything. It's funny, our stimulus check coming from the government, I think, is $600. So it's kind of interesting how all this plays out. But so $600, I ended up writing that check in pain. And I'll never forget, I threw it on the table to this guy who was driving me nuts to join this, this company. And I'm like, okay, I, it's over. I, I never have to deal with him again. Now I'm broke again. I'll figure it out. But just, to, just to get him off my back, I wrote the check. But it turned out to be that, that $600 turned into $25 million dollars. Uh, not not the next day, not that month, but over a period of time, you know. So so that was my first business, and then that that how I met you is that company was purchased mm -hmm. by a company called Prepaid Legal. That's and right. And it wasn't until Prepaid Legal that I started to get some economic traction. You know, that yeah. TPN I wrote that check four years over there. I think my biggest month was like a thousand dollars. So it was that was kind of a joke, uh, but I was learning. 
I was learning. And, and, and then when we connected with prepaid legal, the information is what separated. Information is the great separator. You know, take me into any neighborhood and I can tell you what set of information is going into that, that neighborhood, you know, based on, you know, how many, how many liquor stores, check cashing stores, you know, mm -hmm. the, these, these rent, rent to own centers, you know, you're, you're renting a TV, you know, that you could buy for 500 bucks, it costs you $5,000 in payments. I mean, that, that's, that's a right. way to keep people oppressed. That's a way to keep people down. And so information for me has always been the great separator. So what happened in that four years, I got information that prepaid legal gave a real opportunity for us to make some money. And mm -hmm. that's when the money started to happen. So, that's right. Yeah, and that's where I met you, man. And that's where a lot of things happened. That's where it all began, man. It was, it was when you met me, man. I mean, you know. Look, I, I appreciate you, that. bro. I remember, I remember hanging out with you in Texas and got a gun pulled down me and everything, man. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot of things happened with you. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to bring it up on here, did you? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, God, that was good old Austin, Texas, guys. I mean, to say, don't, hey. That was just one of those situations, man. You know, but anyways, hey, good time at night. <laughs> I remember that night very well. It was fun, man. That was a good night, though. Hey, but you know what? You know, and, and that's what I love about you, brother. I mean, even now today, when I when I check you out on social media, and of course I see you on different platforms, um, you know, they teach folks to show the lifestyle and all this stuff. Uh, but again, you like you said, sometimes these folks are showing lifestyle, but again, they they get found out later on and it's and for someone like yourself who've had the success and when you put your lifestyle out it's the real lifestyle it's the real deal and so speak to that you speak to that a little bit about you know being your authentic self and and really just you know building a business and if you're going to promote it promote where you are not not this facade of what you think everybody wants to see i guess if, I want, if that's what i want to say yeah no i, I get you a thousand percent I, I think this is where people make a mistake you know we we see somebody on social media, a Gary Vee or a Grant Cardone or, or Ty Lopez, or one of these, you know, big, bigger than life, you know, influencer business people. And then we think that that's what we're supposed to do. I talk about it all the time where, you know, you, you, you hit the key word authentic. And I think part of that is also transparent. People like authenticity. They like transparency. Um, it, it helps them feel safe around somebody, helps them feel comfortable. Um, but it's crazy to me that we're, we have to teach people today to be authentic. It, 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 you know what I mean? It's because we don't know what to do. You know, we're not sure because we're not even comfortable in our own skin. We're not sure about ourselves. Our self-esteem is, is, is eating at us. You know, our back, you know, past is eating at us. How we feel about ourselves is eating at us. You know, for, for me, it was, it was a mentor of mine that talked a lot about, look, these people that you care so much about what they think, they won't even show up at your funeral. And, That's right. And if they and if they did show up, half of them, half of them wouldn't even cry, you know. And then, and if there was a if it rained between the actual funeral and the burial, going to the cemetery, you just lose another half just because of the rain. So I was like, yeah, man, along the way, yeah. And we're so concerned about what they think. For me, the biggest freer in my life was when I there, and I don't know. It was like one day, it, I just realized I don't care what you think. I mean, I love you. It'd be great if, if you if, if you love me back and we're cool, but if you don't, that's your problem. That's the baggage you got to carry. But I'm not carrying anymore. I'm not carrying your burden on me. And I think, mm -hmm. unfortunately, I think we all all of us to, to some extent are carrying the burden of, of what our family thinks about us, what our friends think about us. Les Brown again quoting my, my brother Les, 
You know, he said, what you think about me is none of my spiritual business. And mm -hmm. and if you can get if you can really in internalize that, all of a sudden you start creating content better. You start putting things out there that what what might have seemed like the same words, it might be in the way you say those words now. Now you got people that are gravitating to you. Now you got people that are attracted to your energy. You know what I mean? Because to, to yeah, like right. when you speak, I, I've heard you speak, and it's not sometimes what you say, it's what people feel from what you say that's important. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I can say the words, I can read off a script, and but you know how it is if, a, if, a, if a, one of those telephone people call you and they're reading off a script, you're just like, you're already like, even if you're not going to be rude, you, you're going to listen, but yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, some people just hang up on them right away. But it's that it's that vibe, man. It's that energy that that drives you know this stuff, and and you have that. And I know it's you're, I've been watching your stuff a lot more lately, so I see it really starting to evolve. But it takes time, man. It's hard. You you put out a bunch of posts and you get two or three likes, man. You're like, what the hell's wrong with you? What's wrong with these people? This is good stuff, right here. I'm like, man, this is good stuff. This is about to blow up. Yeah, it's great. It's great stuff. The the challenge is we got so much coming at us from so many different angles now. It's like, mm -hmm. how do I separate the real from the not? And I, you know, you know how we did it in business. We we would say, be here a year from now. Remember that? Well, it was one of our yeah. core commitments. Be here a year from now. Mm -hmm. The challenge is we start putting out our stuff, and we're not getting the traction the first month, the third month, man, the sixth month, still not eight. It's hard. Most people won't even make it to the sixth month. You know, they because we we live in an instant gratification society. We want it fast. We want it now. And you know, for me. I was so used to being denied. I was so used to failure. I was so used to like nothing happening that I, I was just too stupid to quit, man. I just kept going, just kept going no matter what. I just kept rolling. That's right. And and that's and I, and I think that's really the success thing that a lot of people don't understand is that you just have to keep on journey, journey journaling um, or keep on moving forward because again, if you stop, you will never hit that, that success track that you're looking for. And so that's why I love people like yourself, man, who, again, had every reason not to make it, but you did. And, and again, like you said, just too dumb not to stop, you know. And, and if you want to call it that, hey, listen, I'll call it that uh, because twenty five million dollars later, you know, success, uh, you know, the success track and record speaks for itself. And so, you know, if you don't mind, if we if we can go into a little bit of uh, politics here, because <laughs> there, there's companies out there just just just. Just, I mean, I'm talking about company politics. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, companies out there, again, network marketing companies and leaders and a lot of moving around, a lot of shuffling and a lot of, you know, um, you know, hey, get in now. Get in next, you know, 30 days from now or 60 days from now or 90 days from now is some other new deal. They're in another deal before they even finish getting you in the first deal. And so I know that you haven't moved around as much. Uh, because you were one of those people who, who was taught to stick and stay until you get your pay. And yeah. so if you can kind of speak to that, because, again, I don't think there's a problem with moving around. But I think it is a problem when, you, when, you, when you're hurting other people by uh, getting them to move around when they're not ready, when they're not financially stable or, or them moving because of who you are. Um, so speak on that a little bit. You know, what's happening in our industry with those, those type of things? Yeah, again, some of that comes down to the instant gratification. It comes down to the shiny object syndrome. But we we as leaders have a responsibility to the people that we're saying stuff to. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if I keep telling you, Takoya, hey, all right, this is it. This is the deal. You and I are going to run. Let's yeah. And then we jump in it. And then six months later, I'm like, Takoya, you know what? I The owners don't have integrity. 
you know, whatever, you know, whatever excuse I use. Lame but excuse, now, yeah. yeah, but now I now I found the real deal, and this is the one. We got the lighters out. We're like, we're down with this thing. And in six months, and I'm seeing this, man. I'm like, what happens is is you get you get um follower fatigue, you know, sooner or right. later, they're they're just like they're tired, man. They they love you and they love that you're 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 always you know counting on them. But they're fatigued sooner or later. They they're not producing anymore because they're they're now just preparing for the next move. for the next move. And a lot of these and guys, a lot of these guys that do this, they make their money in the move. So if I continue to mm -hmm. move, like I, this is my fourth company in 27 years. The fourth company, but this company, I'm I'm the founder. I'm the owner. I'm the CEO right. of the company. You know what I'm saying? So my fourth company is the exclamation point on a 27 year career. So I'm not saying that makes me better than anyone else. I'm just saying that what you could count on from John Malott is you could count on stability. If I went to you and said to Koya, this is the deal. I can tell you what I did do. I did my research around the people, around the product and the process. So to me, when someone says six months later or a year later, oh, the, the people suck, the, the pro whatever, you know, whatever they say, it tells me that they didn't use business principles to make the decision in the first place, because I'm not going to invest in a company. And I'm for sure, even even more than put my money into a company, me putting my name on that company. I'm mm -hmm. not going to do that until I know exactly right. who the people are. I've already done. I've already, you know, went through with a, what do they call a fine tooth comb to to make sure these people have integrity, to make sure these people are what they say they are. They have track record, all these things that I look for. So I don't have to come back and say, you know, six months later, oh, these people ain't what they presented themselves to be. You can find That's out right. nothing's yeah. and nothing's hidden anymore. And then the product. I hear people say, well, the pro look, the, the, the product's the product, man. The product, if it's working for someone else, it, then it can work for you. If it's That's not right. working for you, then it's probably not the product. It's probably you. Or maybe someone came to you with a better offer. Someone came to you with a better deal and said, and, I, and I, look, some people are going to hate me for this stuff because I'm coming out with a course on network marketing and I'm going to piss a lot of network marketing leaders off. There's a lot of network marketing uh, companies and leaders that do not want me on their stages be because you know what it is when you throw a rock in the crowd whoever gets hit yells <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm throwing bricks into crowds now because I'm sick of good people that get pissed off at network marketing and they say mm -hmm. network marketing is shit network marketing sucks all this no right. it's the leadership you choose to follow that makes us all look bad now I'm not saying look there are reasons like you know you can jump into a company and then find out later on there was a bunch of smoke and mirrors. But I wish if people look, if, if you know this, Takoya, if we had to invest $250,000 to come into one of these companies, we wouldn't just jump in because my best friend's cousin's sister's uncle is a big baller and he says we should. You know what right. I'm saying? We would mm -hmm. actually take some time and like, okay, this is going to be my life savings. Like when if you buy a McDonald's franchise or let's just say you're going to start a business and you're mortgaging the house and everything else. You're going to do everything you can to set yourself up for success. That's right. Network marketing is the only place that has the potential to pay you way better than that, give you more freedom than all, almost any traditional business. Yet we jump in with anybody. We, we, it's like, you know, like we're, we're, I was going to say hoes. We're, we're like hoes, man. We just, we jump from one bed to the next bed indiscriminately. <laughs> you're going to lose audience having me on you. <laughs> nah, you're good, brother. We got a bunch of network marketing hoes that they, they just go from, from, from one deal to the next deal. They're getting some self-satisfaction in the, in the beginning because 
the owners, the leak, a bunch of people are saying how great they are. And right. then when the stuff ain't quite working the way they'd like it to, they go whole off into another company, into another company. That's right. I, 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 and, and the sad part is, you know, I was going to compare it to, you know, you know, leaving venereal diseases everywhere, man. You got a whole bunch of people now hate the industry and, <laughs> and they're blaming you. Look, you got in bed with me. That That's your problem. You got, you know, we were in bed at the same time. So we both got it. Um, yeah. and, and, but again, it's easier to point fingers, easy to blame. And, and I don't talk about these leaders because I know a lot of some of my friends. I don't know how that's they right. do because to me, I think it takes more energy to do that. Um, you know, for me, I'd rather build something. Stop. Like I've had people with me for 27 years, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. that, that started with me 27 years ago. And they know I'm not mm -hmm. going to, they know that I'm going to do everything I can to make it right, no matter what, you know, I'm not going to say, look, we're off to something else. Anyways, not putting myself on a pedestal because some of these guys have done extremely well. They've done very, very well. Mm -hmm. I, I can't always say the same thing about their teams. That's right. I can show, I, I can point out a bunch of individuals that have done very well, continue to do well, but I mm -hmm. can't really find a lot of people that are associated with them that have had the same success that they've had. Successors, right. Man, that's the word. Why yeah. do this? Why do this? Look, I was taught early on, there is no success without successors. So you're creating a wake of destruction, not a wake of successors. And that, that's, a, that's something to look at. If, if I'm evaluating a company, let me, let mm -hmm. me look at that. Right now, the, our biggest challenge is so many money deals out there. Mm -hmm. and, you know, you can, get, you can get rich quick kind of stuff. And those right. are sexy, man. I, look, I've been tempted a few times because my guys hit me up and said, I made you know, 10 grand doing nothing, pressing buttons. And I'm like, oh, ooh, even me, who knows yeah. better. It, I can see where I'd be, you know, I could compel someone to do that. I could get a whole army to do that. But a lot of, but the, you know, I go back to track record a lot. These money deals have been around forever. We just, now they're, they're, you know, crypto and, and look, I love crypto, by the way. I own Bitcoin. I'm very, I'm yeah. very happy about what's happening there. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I just don't hustle those kind of opportunities to other people because if you lose somebody's money, they they freaking hate you, <laughs> but you know yeah. someone got a product like if someone got a product a nutrition product and they don't it doesn't do anything for them they don't necessarily hate you you know what I mean they're not gonna call the SEC on you you know or the FTC yeah, yeah. just might not buy from you again you know you're not you're not That's right. That's right but if you lose somebody's you know last ten thousand dollars because you said you could teach them forex trading and they go make a blunder or they miss something you can't you gonna give them that ten grand back <laughs> you know probably not. Yeah. And now that now that now they hate you and now and it creates it creates a lot of uh, um, microscopes on you and your opportunity and it, and it hurts the reputation. That's the only reason why I say some people are great at those deals and, and I'm happy for them, but it's just not where I play. And I've seen a lot of that over the last year, 2020. So many crypto opportunities and companies and and, and I haven't seen I don't think I've seen but one and maybe IML probably to. Yeah. Is the best one of all of them. Yeah. Uh, all the others are pretty much here today, gone tomorrow, or they kind of had like a little run for about a month, ninety days at most, and disappeared. They disappeared. You know? And if you did some research, you would know this. What you just said is easy to research. And you're right. IML is, is one of the few. I have a lot of friends in IML that have done done well, and they they they've adjusted. They've adjusted with you know the times. They've they've complied with rules and regulations and i think that's the reason why they're, they're still around and you know some good people over there that are doing you know i think are doing great things i, I think that not everybody 
um, not everybody's built to be a trader. You know, right. like, like me, man, if I'm losing, that's why I don't go to Vegas. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't lose money very well, bro. I'm like, you know, so you got to be careful telling people like you can just sit home and press buttons and get rich because yeah. some people won't be able to sleep you know, <laughs> because of this stuff. Yeah, I'm bad to it gambling, man. But uh, wow. you know what? Let, let's go ahead and change track because, you yeah. know, this thing's about you. And so I know you have some incredible things happening right now. And of course, uh, you've been tapped on the shoulder to start and head up a company of your own and become the CEO. So if you can kind of tell how that happened, and then of course, what that company is, and then what you got, what you provide to the marketplace. Yeah, you know, it's, it, like I said, it's, you know, for me, it's 27 years of in the trenches, you know, charging the hill with our team, you know, 27 years of building, building, building. Um, my business partner is, is a guy by the name of Terry LaCour, uh, for those that don't know, he's not the guy you'll see on the stage. That's not his deal, but he's a brilliant, brilliant mind uh, who's who's behind some of the some of the biggest uh, success stories inside of network marketing. And right. when when I got a call from Terry to, uh, to 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 sit down with him, of course, any, anytime I get a chance to sit down with a guy who's doing you know a billion dollars a month in revenue, you know I, I'm going to get on that flight. And we just, we had a, we had a, a real straight up conversation. Of, you know, some of it is about my feelings about network marketing in general, about the games that are played, the the laundering money amongst friends type stuff, the complication, the smoke and mirrors. And you know, I just said, I, I instead of me because I've been consulting with big companies, I've I've been you know in a distributor position for big companies, and I've been made a lot a lot of money, but I've always had frustration. I've always felt like. You know, the challenge if you're doing if you're if you're the owner of a company and you're doing extremely well, you don't rock the boat much. You don't make some changes because you're like, well, why should I? We're making 200 million, 300 million. You know what I'm saying? And but still, a lot of things that are being done are not always good for the distributors, whether we want to admit it or not. That's and right. So I said, look, instead of me complaining about it and talking shit, let, let, let me just put my money and my time, my energy where my mouth is. It, it's not the smartest thing necessarily for someone who already has freedom. You know what I mean? For. I'm trading my, my, my lifestyle, my freedom to get in the trenches to prove that network marketing can be awesome, that, that network marketing can lift people up, that it can empower people, not just financially, but mentally. It can empower right. people to change their, their, their physique, you know, to get their energy back. You know, it, it can give people a real purpose. Again, network marketing literally changed my life because it was the next step coming out of, you know, drugs and, and you know, criminal activity. Mm -hmm. It was the only place that would allow me to do that. So, mm -hmm. so this, this company is more than just, you know, we got incredible, you know, science meets nature products and clinical studies and all that's way more than that. That's just one piece. A lot of these supplement companies will tell you, take my supplement and you're going to be great. Your whole world changes. Well, we know that's a lie, you know, so we're, we're about transforming minds, bodies and bank accounts and probably in that order. Cause yeah, you know, that's a good order. Man, if, if, think about it. If you and I never made a dollar in this profession, it's what we became. It's right. what we it's what we became in that process. So that's that's the biggest thing. Like I was on and I, and I hate to, I, I don't want to keep I don't want to talk too much. But uh, I was on a uh, in one of these clubhouse rooms and I was debating. with. So they had a, they had a topic like MLM sucks or something. People that don't know. There were other entrepreneurs in there. And I'll tell you this. People that talk bad about network marketing, MLM, I call them entrepreneur supremacists. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> because they think that whatever they're doing makes them supreme. 
just like white supremacists or whoever that's got a, a problem with other people, the color right, of skin. Right. We have the same thing in entrepreneurship. There's some people that think, because I'm a traditional business owner, I'm better than a network marketer. No, Jack Ball, you're not. Matter yeah. of fact, the skills you have to learn to become a professional network marketer are the same skills a Fortune 500 CEO has to get under his belt. You got to learn leadership. You got to learn scaling. You got, I mean, I can go on and on. Accounting, marketing, communication, <laughs> you know, there's storytelling, all these different the things. The list goes on. Yeah. The list goes on and on. I learned all of that inside of network marketing. And that's what allowed me to make millions of dollars outside of network marketing. I mean, of course, made millions in, but made millions outside as well. And that's where people get it twisted. So when I hear these entrepreneur supremacists, you know, I let them know. I said, I tell them straight up, you're an entrepreneur supremacist. They don't like to hear it because nobody wants to be called a supremacist in, in these that's times. Right. You get canceled real fast. So I call <laughs> them out. I'm, I'm calling them all out. Now, now I have a platform and I have a track record that allows me to speak up for our entire profession. That's why me as a CEO for a company, the game has changed completely because I'm not going to cower and cater to ignorance, to nonsense. I'm going to build a massive team of people winning and look, they can go do other shit. You could be in my company and your mission might be to, to have a clothing store. Well, perfect. Well, let's collaborate. Now you can build a community of like-minded people and we might just buy some of your clothes together. Let's build a community of us all lifting each other up. Because you, you know how it is. I, I remember, I'm just going to call prepaid legal out for a second. Not Nothing bad. Other than I went and opened up a restaurant when I was in prepaid legal and they were up in arms. They couldn't believe it. They were talking crazy shit about it. I'm like, bro. What if this was my lifelong dream and I was only, and I had, was at that point I had been building inside that company for, I don't know, 10 years. Like what if, what if that's my dream and you're going to, you know, try to stop me from doing it. doesn't mean I'm going to stop building over here, but I'm going to, I'm doing other things. I'm diversifying. I'm doing things that's I want to do. And, I, and that's what we want to build. We want to build a place where Takoya, you want to be the biggest, you know, podcaster on the planet. Well, look, let me let you're part of our community. If you contribute to the community, then you're going to benefit from the community. That's the way it should be. Makes sense. And, that, and that's, we want to create, you know, we want to create a, a slightly different culture in that form of work. You, you might, you might not see your, your end game being the top distributor in my company, but you might be able to bring things to the table that helps other people become the top distributor. And we all, we all win together anyway. So that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of, you know, where we're going. Okay. So, uh, you know, at this time, you, you know, do you want to go ahead and let's talk about the company, the company name? Uh, is there a launch date for it? Uh, you know, all those type of things, or is that stuff that needs to, we can't talk about? Well, I'm finishing up with, with legal right now. One thing we're doing things right. We're, we made a decision not, not to launch until we had all of the T's crossed and I's dotted. So we don't have to, you know, cause some companies will launch prematurely and then all of a sudden you're changing gears halfway through and that hurts the culture. But we are we're going to start pre-positioning key people that, that that share the vision, that that share the philosophies, that want to do things right. We're going to start pre-positioning them. Uh, matter of fact, hopefully today, if, if, if I get word from the programmers and my partners that that we're ready, um, that means that those pre-positioned people will help us make the decisions. You know, we'll play around with stuff, make sure the system's working right, make sure the back office is right, you know, language, things like that. And then we'll go into kind of a soft launch, which will be, uh, well, where are we? Probably the, the third week of this month. And then right after that, I'm going to start renting uh, big Airbnbs in different markets. And we're going to do, we're going to do parties, you know, launches where we come together, have fun, giving out samples. I'll bring some celebrities and some big influencer friends of mine uh, to these parties and, and, you know, we'll get great content and people start to see. So we'll, we'll be, 
so you know kind of a pre-positioning now into a soft launch because again we don't want to mess stuff up because it's other people's lives on the line their financial lives for sure and then we'll go into a, a pre-launch and a full-scale launch by spring we're going to be you know we'll be the talk of the town i i expect nice and, and i know it's going to happen if you have anything to do with it so yeah yeah and a company called oh, yeah the company's called oh snap so we got a lot of plays on it we're actually bringing a a new delivery technology for uh for instead of pills powders gummy bears whatever the heck people are doing we got something called snap packs they're, they're super tight super cool um nice. and, and yeah people are gonna love it and they're just convenient you know easy to easy to throw in your gym bag your back pocket and still get your greens still get your you know we got a you know mental clarity focus formula because you know i need that limitless limitless pill i'm you know as i'm as i'm starting to age right man, right I'm right. I'm tattooing more stuff on my body, so I, you know, I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so we got energy, sleep. We're covering. We're covering the big areas, and then we have the ability. Anytime there's something hot, you know, like when CBD came out, hot, super hot. Right. Whatever. And there's going to be the next one. You know, like mm -hmm. it's funny because my mother-in-law um, lives in Trinidad, and she's like smuggling in sea moss. She had big bags. I'm like, Mom, are you? You, you look like a drug dealer. She got big bags of sea moss, <laughs> and but I did some research on sea moss. It's interesting, you know, minerals, a lot of a lot of benefits to that. So when something's hot, within a week or two, we could have it in a snap pack, ready to deliver to the marketplace. So we're gonna have speed, nice. and relevance. We have a cool ass culture, and a, you know, I don't know if any, I don't know if people are ready for me as a CEO. You know, we'll see. So either this thing's gonna be, it blow <laughs> up or it's gonna <laughs> bomb. You know, I, don't, I can't see the bombing part. Good stuff, man. I know it's going to be successful. And of course, I mean, I, I love the name when I heard when I first saw your email or or I think it was a post or something like that. Oh, snap. I was like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> that is hot. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I love my hey, my daughter. My daughter helped come up with the name. My now She's now 11. So she's like trying to get royalties from me. She's like, Daddy, don't forget <laughs> I was in the car. When when the name you know came up and I helped contribute. So that, see, now she's trying. Now she's extorting. Copyrights. <laughs> yes. But that's good stuff, man. That's what happens when she grows up with entrepreneur parents, man. That's what happens. Yeah, she's a powerhouse. But, uh, but you know what, man? It's been a public pleasure. I know you got things to do. Uh, we're going on right at 40 minutes now. And, and of course, I know we can go on and on and on because there's so many topics and things that we can talk about. But I want to, you know, give you five more minutes really just to just kind of close us out with, you know, just some stuff that 2021, being that it's January the 4th, Right, January fourth, twenty twenty one. What's the mental mindset? What should a person be doing uh, going forward? What should a, how should a person be planning right now? Um, you know, just some of that stuff that someone should be doing right now, ought to be doing right now. Yeah, you know, the, the first thing is is make a decision that that two thousand twenty one is the year. You know, we we own um, the Build Your Empire page on Instagram, which I, I know it's around a million followers over there, and. And I put I put a post up today, 100 percent or forecast, one hundred percent chance of winning, and and that's that's my mindset going into twenty twenty one. It's you know, and then I know I did another post that says two zero, and then the word one w o o n <laughs> two thousand one. So I'm already claiming yeah. I'm already claiming two thousand twenty one is the year of victory. Two thousand twenty one is the year of redemption for 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 a lot of people. You know, 2020 was rough on them, you know, and, and, and I feel that. So, all right. So 2021 becomes about redemption. We're getting a lot of the political stuff behind us, you know, and, and 
you know, we're, we're seeing mindsets start to change. We're seeing people coming together like never before. And I want to continue that. And I, and I would say on top of redemption is simplicity. Break everything down to its lowest. Whatever you got that's complex in your life, get rid of it. You got clutter in your life, get rid of it. Anything that, that's overly complex, that takes too much explanation, get rid of it. I, I subscribe to the rule of three. I teach people how to speak on massive stages by breaking things down to its lowest common denominator. We think in turn in chunks, you know, threes and fours. How we that's how we memorize phone numbers and social security numbers. And, and so for me, you're always hearing me give you like three steps, like um, three things you need. You got to get excited. You got to pay attention. You got to never quit. You got to have a burning desire. You got to be, you know, uh, willing to work and you got to be humble, coachable. So you could do a whole training to call. You could take three things that, that you're a powerhouse in and do a whole training. You could do a TED talk in 18 minutes. You could, you know, turn it into a 30 minute talk. You could do a keynote for an hour if you're asked to. So I'm telling people to start breaking things down. You know, like um, one of the greatest orators of our time, you know, was uh, uh, Pope Francis. I mean, this dude, this dude had uh, like three million people show up in Rio, you know, think about this. We've been in front of rooms of like 15,000 or whatever, but this, the Pope shows up, 3 million people show up in Rio to hear him talk about, you know, his, his three things, journeying, building, and professing. He did a whole talk about those three things. Uh, but that was nothing compared to, you know, he had 6 million people show up in Manila in 2015. And here's what he said. He said, God created the world as a beautiful garden. But man has disfigured this garden by creating social structures that perpetuate three things. This was the whole talk. Poverty, ignorance, and corruption. Six million people showed up for that. Imagine if we took some notes from that. Um, I, was, I did a talk the other day, and I talked about the, the best TED Talks ever. Um, and because people think in these patterns, they think of these chunks. I would, I would do that. This is so important. If people get this stuff down, they'll change the game. If you ever hear me on the stage, you'll catch on why it becomes relatable, why people remember the stuff. Cause I figured out, I can't give like, if, if I have a product, I see people, we, remember we used to talk about fact axing people to death. They're giving yeah. them 27 uh, features of this product. Nobody gives a shit. Give me, the, give me the three major benefits to me. What does that mean to me? When you look yeah. at the Ted talks, Brian Stevenson, he gave, uh, he had the longest, standing ovation in TED Talk history. The dude told three stories. Um, Steve Jobs, they say that he gave uh, in 2005, I believe it was, some argued it was the best commencement speech Stanford yeah. University ever had. He, what did he do? Again, he had three major components, three major stories that he told in that, in that talk. Thomas Jefferson changed the world with his three unalienable rights, the, the right to life, Liberty, happiness. You guys get this stuff? Yeah. You start catching on to this. You know, these, these are people that change and shape the world we live in today. Why can't we do the same thing? Maybe in the beginning That's on a small right. scale, but, but sooner or later, people are opening doors because they know you'll come in, you'll deliver a message that people not only hear, but remember where we started? Where they feel it. So that, that's where I'm at right now. Good stuff. And just a great way to end it. Uh, but again, I appreciate you. It's been a fun place and pleasure having you here. And uh, again, just lifelong friends, no matter if we work together or not, uh, we've always stayed connected. And, and so it's never been about business. It's never been about you not making me any money. It, it's just simply, you know, a friendship that lasts, even though we don't speak as often as we probably should. But at the same time, we still have love for each other. And I love that man about man, you, brother. 100%. Um, yeah. So real quick, again, we thank you so much for joining joining us. And, and I know that you had gave me a banner earlier. Let me get back to that 
real quick. And so I'm going to kind of throw up uh, this link. It's the osnapvault.com. And, of course, you can go there and get more information and also some of the uh, tips and things that you can use to progress not only just your, 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 your personal life, but also your business in uh, whatever you're doing. So, yeah, as, ma as a matter of fact, Takoya, that is, that's my mentoring program. People paid me for. So there's, there's a, a year's worth of my mentoring in there for free. Anybody can have it. And I, I introduce people to my high net worth friends. And we're talking about everything from real estate, scaling businesses, how to create an eight-figure, nine-figure retail organization, e-commerce, credit, uh, financial literacy. I mean, there in that vault, there's so much information. If somebody actually took the time to go through those those Zooms, and there's me teaching leadership and team building. I teach the rule of three. I, I do a whole hour on the rule of three, like where we kind of ended here today. So there's there's big big value there. So you're welcome to. I, I know that our team was working on um, the programmers were working on some things. So if, if you go in there, and it's 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 not up right now. It's because they are working on it. Uh, this morning but today it'll be back up if it's not already up but old snap vault you'll find a lot of great information in there nice i love it i love it and so you know again guys this is my friend my good friend john malott multi-millionaire again this gentleman not only creates success for himself uh, but he also creates success source and so kudos to you sir congratulations and of course it's been a plum pleasing pleasure i look forward to seeing you guys at the top from the top, over the top. Take care, take charge, and we'll talk to you soon.